It's it's anniversary. Your wedding anniversary? Yeah, wedding anniversary. I got married eight years ago. Um, I kind of remember it. Yeah, eight years ago today. Um, we were drinking Casamigos at Tyler's house before. Dude, that was a litty night. I remember. I remember that being one of the worst days ever because I was a little hungover. Because obviously, you know, there was like rehearsal dinners. The day dinners. of your hungover? Yeah. There was like <sighs> rehearsal dinners and stuff. So I was like kind of waste. I was kind of hungover. And then I'm trying to yeah. execute Linda's plans because Linda really did all the wedding planning. I just sort of was there. And yeah. I'm trying to remember how she wanted tables. I'm trying to remember. like, <sighs> And you saw how the wedding was. We did like we did the chairs at one end. And then when the ceremony was over, we moved the chairs back. So I yeah. just remember like everyone having different and all the moms were building like tables, like centerpieces and parting gifts and stuff. And I'm just trying to keep up. And I remember just being so overwhelmed because I didn't know what the plans were at all. Like I didn't know shit. The DJ showed up and he didn't have like a table to set his 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 turntables on and we left two people. We didn't put the we didn't put Dylan and Lauren Cooper at any tables. We just invited them and left them <laughs> off the fucking off the seating chart. So it was it was a bit of a, a shit show. So we survived it though, dude. Dude, do you remember what I had that everybody loved that I brought to your wedding? Not not fire. Someone else brought Fireball. What did you bring? A selfie stick. Oh yeah, the selfie stick was a hit. <laughs> and everyone talks shit about selfie sticks until you have one and you have like the best time. Because I even remember my bachelor party for some reason there was a selfie stick in the room and we got some awesome like footage with the selfie stick because it was like this omnipotent like like uh, <laughs> paranormal activity camera in the corner picking up all this shit. Look at us! Hey, gosh! Look at us! Why I was cut that? The girls out. Why was that so not that long ago? <laughs> I cut the girls out. <laughs> that was not that long ago. It really like it's crazy to think that I got married eight years ago on this day. And even, I had hair, dude. And having kids, by the way, definitely has changed like any holidays or any any anniversaries because i feel like our two-year wedding anniversary was a much bigger deal than this anniversary like this anniversary came up out of nowhere we were more focused on mother's day like we're, we're just not a, like i'm more I, like we have we have more plans for june 4th than we do for our anniversary like june 4th or winter rangers game like we have things planned out i i guess like yeah the whole idea of an anniversary doesn't hit the same i guess but our 10 and then i even told her our 10 years is going to be epic that's completely already overlapping the nine year like fuck the nine year like <laughs> yeah are you one you of these guys? and there's some guys in our, and you can answer this are you one of those guys like linda looked up the eight-year wedding anniversary is supposed to be like a bronze gift like do you do a gift every every year i did that this last year but I don't remember what I did. Like just, I don't know. I don't do it every year. But usually we at least go somewhere for a couple of days. Like He hate me, says evening City. gentleman. Happy anniversary to the Islandish Catholic and his beautiful wife. Thank you so much, he hate me. It's been a good day. What is the Islandish Catholic? What oh, my gosh. I did like five or six episodes, and it's already been a year. I keep telling myself I'm going to do this. I'm going <laughs> to do this. I just did like a podcast where I just talked completely i wasn't live i just sat here for like 20 minutes and just talked and it was about my faith and my struggles with mental health and really how i lean on religion to deal with a lot of my problems uh 
And yeah, a lot of people liked it. Like I get, I'd get more personal messages from those and people with questions. And I want to be one of those people. Like, cause I always think like, what should, I should be doing more to glorify the kingdom. And I don't, I just talk, I talk shit on these two podcasts that I do on Tuesdays. <laughs> and then I keep telling myself like, I'm going to record something. I'm going to record something because you know, if we could just bring one person closer to Jesus, it's worth it. And I constantly do not record episodes of the Islandish Catholic. Plus, I think part of Tyler Speeda says, "Happy Vilides Day, oh hi Jesus." Thank you so much, Tyler. Like I am, I'm even thinking like, should Parts I? Parts made in Japan says Jesus is king. He is it, it, like <laughs> part. So it's 104 or it's something. Dollars. I'm still not hey, get what is the Islandish? Oh, I'm from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great name. <laughs> Kevin came up with it, and it's it fits. Per- Thank you so much, Vince McMahon has a mu- or Vince McMahon's mustache. It 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 plays so well because I almost wondered, and even on the first episode, I called it the Islandish Catholic ish because I'm not even Catholic anymore. Not even Catholic. Like I don't even identify as a Catholic anymore. Okay, I identify as a Pentecostal, and I don't speak in tongues though. I'm not there yet, dude. Dude, uh, you you'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know because I guess when I first started going to a Pentecostal church, it did like weird me out. Like I grew up Catholic, everything is very regimented and very serious, and like I felt like offended the first few times I went to a Pentecostal church because it was fucking rowdy, bro. Like that's that was how I felt. Like it almost felt rude to be praying like that. Have you been to a Pentecostal church or at least experienced what happens there? No, I'm good. Oh my gosh! See, you, you, that's where that's where the Islandish Catholic needs to come back, because I remember, like, because it's weird. It it is weird, and I, I was even telling my brother, because because he was even talking like, how can because you know in the Bible they talk about like Moses parting the Red Sea and like David literally fighting a giant. Like he he was bringing up their supernatural things in the Bible, which in his mind make it so it's hard to believe you know it creates doubt Mm. because they're supernatural and i told him if you went to my church you'd believe in the fucking supernatural like you would just (laughs) believe it you would believe it like uh, just do people like throw their canes and just start walking and shit kind of kind of and not really there was one guy who he was in the crowd one time and i'd never seen him before and He's a plant, dude. That's kind of what I thought, because he would. <laughs> so you know, during the mess, during the sermon, everybody's sitting down, right? Everyone's just kind of chilling, and then everyone stands up once in a while, like, "You go, you go, pastor. That's a good one right there." And like every once in a while, everyone will do that. This guy, whole ceremony, standing up, just the whole time. Guys just talking, 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 and then this guy's in the crowd, just standing there, clapping, like loving it, like every moment. He thinks like church is like a wrestler. He thinks church is like an MMA fight, and everyone's standing. Like it was just a huge moment for him. And then at the end of the service, Pastor goes like, "Our brother right here says that he had no mobility in the whole left side of his body, and now he's up here standing worshiping Jesus." And all, all of us were kind of like. Yeah, Who is this fucking guy? We don't know this guy. Yeah. First time showing up at a church, and it's like, ah, I've never seen this guy before. Let's see. Does this guy. And then when you watch him online, it totally looks fake and like bullshit. But let me see if I can find something that's at least a little, at least a little what I'm trying to, to, to convey to people. Is this your actual church? 
No, I don't know if my actual my actual church when you watch it online doesn't come off the way as it does live. It's like a hockey game. Like when you're there, it's nuts. Like when you're there, there's no energy quite like going to to my church. But when you when you watch it online, it doesn't quite hit the same. Like I, I could try and find some, but with anointing of the Holy Ghost, <laughs> man, man. Yeah, so a lot of that kind of stuff, like that stuff almost feels rehearsed, though, whenever a lot of them break into tongues and it's just kind of like I say the same things in Greek every time I do this, you know, so that part of it doesn't really work for me. But hold on. Man. Man. <laughs> no. What the fuck did we just watch? Oh, this guy's just this, this, <laughs> yeah. this guy's a douchebag. He doesn't get it. He's never experienced. You need a new it. church, please. You can't go there, dude. Dude, you gotta go to the church though. You gotta be in it. Like that's the thing is, I like I, was, I am in it, dude. I'm doing. I'm at my church. I'm doing man camp this weekend, dude. We're having a fucking camp out all campuses at the big campus. We're camping, dude. How many people faint at your church, though? Like that's what that's zero. I may me- I measure how successful the service was by how many people faint. Like I need, uh, I-, I need people fainting at the end of the service or during the the like during the worship music at the beginning when everyone's losing their shit. <laughs> like they're like, I I gotta praise and I gotta let it out. I gotta praise that people are like losing their shit. And oh, what's the- I just like I can't I don't. <sighs> The speaking in tongues thing bothers me because that's not the Bible has a very specific definition of what that should be. Acts two, Acts two, they they went and they they preached the word and it came out in so many different languages, languages that people they didn't... spoke languages they didn't under they didn't know, but people understood. So every... Do you understand? Yeah. Well, maybe that's not. I speak no. English, so there's somebody in there who does speak whatever that is, Crans Sumerian. It's not anything, though. and they're like, sounds... oh, that's awesome! So... Thank goodness somebody else speaks Crans Sumerian. How many black people are in your church? Don't oh, there's lie. a lot. There's a lot. Don't lie. <laughs> I'd say it's 50-50. A lot of motion outside my house. There's somebody lost, I guess. I gotta pray. I gotta pray. Like, so this church kind of gets it, but... I've never so I grew up going to Catholic church. Stay in your pew, all right. Stay oh, in yeah, your row. The complete opposite. Stay in your row. Don't get up. This church get is on like, your knees. This pastor is like, like you'll dance in a club, but I can't get you to dance for Jesus. Like it's that kind of stuff. Like, and then I'm like, if you're not sweating ten minutes into the service, you're not. You're yes, not that, allowed, dude. And they turn the heater on us. I think like it gets <laughs> rowdy in there. It's literally like going to a club where you're supposed to be sweating, and everybody wears suits. A lot of times, I'm just polo and jeans. I'm like, sorry guys. Like, oh, look. dude. Please play the Pop and Lock and Cholo for Jesus, please. Is that a song, Pop and Lock and Cholo? You've never seen it, dude? No, this is a great... Uh, this oh, is, dude, it's so good. Pop and Lock, Cholo, Jesus. Is that what I type and it just kind of works? Sure. Ah, they should. I got a praise. Yes, the first one. Or No, the, the second one's good. ...of the devil, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Jesus Christ! 
Let's go. Follower joins, huh? I feel like he, he learned this in San Quentin. Look at this shit. Yeah, you, you dance at the club. Like, so, yeah. You better be careful wearing that color, though, in L.A. Like, my church is weird, but I like it. That's what I, That's what people don't. I think that's what's confusing for people is they want to go to church and be bored for an hour. Like, that's what I used to do when I was a kid. And now I want to go and I want to watch people faint. I want to feel this. <laughs> Like <laughs> vibration all over my body. I want it to be weird. Like it should be a little more weird. Your your regular life doesn't work for you. This is me. Am I he hit me, Cecil. <laughs> can buy currency right now on eBay from the time Jesus was alive. No cap. Your brother is a retard. Vlades. See, look at there you go. He hate me. He's right. Like yeah, my brother's talking like, oh well, how do you believe the supernatural stuff in the butt? Because I see supernatural stuff every Sunday. I go to church and I watch the craziest shit happen. So, and when I do talk about it at work, I do call it snake church. I do like I admit that it's completely like you know what you see on like uh, what was it like justified at a snake church? Like you know have the have this snake by me. This snake won't do no harm to me. Like <laughs> everything's vice and fucking. I you know what we gotta go to DuckDuckGo. Like the fuck is a snake church? What is? Why do you know all this stuff? You don't know what a snake church is. <laughs> Oh, I wish. Yeah, look, here's. I just know what regular church is. Two weeks ago, Mac Wolford. See, there's your problem. Regular. Yeah, okay. Yeah, have fun. Everyone that's. The one Jesus goes to. I don't know. Now, Pentecostal serpent handler died after suffering a bite from one of the snakes that he used to show his devotion to God. (laughs) Wolford's death sent shockwaves through the Appalachian congregations committed to carrying on this practice. The faithful continue to handle venomous Okay, here, the five families. This black mamba? Enjoy, yeah. This ain't do nothing to me. So, yeah, for those who are unaware, I guess I didn't know this. I thought everybody knew what snake church was. But, yeah, there are these people that, like, will get bit by poisonous snakes to prove that, like. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Yeah, Tony. See, I should have played Jesus Christ. Like, that should play now with people. Dude, that's the best. Jesus Christ. The bull he does line. that when he's on that big. Like mega church stage, he starts doing it. Oh, on a Jesus Christ! Gary Tuckman reports. Gary Tuckman, this church in the that heart- sounds like a trans person, right? Gary Tuckman, like I had Tuckman. <laughs> of Appalachia is completely quiet just before the service begins, <laughs> except for the creature inside the. Let's go! Box. First of all, I love this news report already. This church is completely quiet. Please do you not see, snake. like snake. Snakes are the devil. You don't. You don't get. The yeah, here? I, I get it. It's a Look, rattlesnake. We're, it's a rattlesnake. It's a we're, fucking cult, dude. We're in the Garden of Eden again, dude. And it's right. <laughs> Whoa, it's one of seven that. deadly snakes about to be used in a wild... Is there only seven deadly snakes? And they have snakes? seven of them? Dude, no, well, it says it's one... Of, oh, you mean they own seven. I thought it was like... Yeah. I, I thought there was only seven species of snakes that were poisonous. <laughs> like... And snakes the are venomous. Seven deadly snakes. Yeah, I was like, damn, that sounds intense. Like, <laughs> you don't want to come across the, the a rattler, a black mamba, and all the- <laughs> A rattler. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you said. You've been in Texas too long. Is that like, what rednecks call them? We all call them rattlers, I thought, right? Rattlers. <laughs> you guys will call them that? The ceremony. The damn rattler tonight. got me. Rattlers. Oh, no. Dude, what if he drops one? This is and it goes out in the crowd. Campbell. Who fucking cares? We're immune. Oh. This thing won't get us. Ain't, ain't no rattlers going to bite me in here. He's a 21-year-old serpent-handling pastor at the Tabernacle Church of God in La Follette, Tennessee. 
He, his wife, and the rest of this congregation practice Christianity much differently than almost Look, all. Look, so I, I, I like what they're doing here. Malachi Black says Vilevis. I like during all of this, they're jumping. I like that, like, no matter what, like, the Holy Spirit's moving That's through. the last thing you should be doing with the fucking Rattler. Using venomous snakes as part of their service. Why? They point to the New Testament. Why? The Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verse 18. It's stated in part... They shall take up serpents. What? Believers like Pastor Hamblin say when God anoints them, they have an obligation. Oh my God! They didn't even finish. What was this? What was the quote there? And they don't even uh, Matthew what? Matthew sixteen. The music, but they also don't even hold the snake by the head. So they shall take up serpents is what they're is what they're pulling off of here. So Matthew sixteen eighteen. We should have just we should just keep our Bibles on our desk while we're doing this going forward. By the way, my phone. Yeah, I have the Bible app, but I just was go- BibleGateway.com. Let's just go there for the new international version of the Bible. So s- I don't even see it in there. Okay, hold on. Let's try this. You know what? You're right. Let's get our Bible apps, everybody. Nathan, pull up your Bible app. It's next to the Hallow app on my phone because we're double religious uh, going forward. Do you love the Bible app? Yes. Would you, remind me later. I'll give you a rating later. Like They always want like a rating right when you're trying to look up some. It's important. Mark, you fuck. Did Damn I say it? Matt? Yeah, she said Matthew. Not Matthew. I said Matt. I'm like, this is talking about Peter being the rock. Dude. I said Matt, not Matthew. Okay. <laughs> Us cool kids call it the book of Matt. Uh, <laughs> 1618. So they will. Okay. Th- so they really do come in right at the middle. So here's Jesus is talking, everybody. That's when it's in red. That's when Jesus talks. It says, whoever believes that is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, and they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and they uh, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, where's that part? That's, Why don't they do the the other part? Yeah, well, they, they just heal sick people. They just came in at that. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. So they really yeah, and only that pick, doesn't even mean. It just says they'll pick up serpents. Yeah, like even... That's it. Well, and even like... Because I always like people... Like this is literally five words. Like some people just come in and like... That's why trans people think it's all in the Bible because you can just pull a couple words out of context. Like... like Lord Jesus, after he had spoken, that's right there. He said it. I mean, that's what he said. I, I don't know. You know, Lil John three sixteen. Like that's what we got. Believers like Pastor Hamblin say when God anoints them, they have an obligation to do this, and that God will protect them. Ah! Yeah, that's and even if dead, they are bitten, their belief is God will heal them. No doctors necessary. If it looks dangerous, that's because it is. It's also <laughs> illegal in the state of. Let's go. Wait, it's illegal. If this looks dangerous, that's because it is. Like that's. <laughs> I'd want to go to a church like that. That sounds like if you want to feel it. Like imagine. Okay, so yes, this guy did die. But they, these services are happening every weekend. So just imagine you go to one and no one gets bit by these snakes. I would leave there going, "Damn, that was amazing." I, that but as w- soon as the guy gets bit and dies, that church nobody's ever going back. Oh no, be there, you close. You're done. Is this church still open? It's it's App. I forget, I forget what was it called? Temple Church of Appalachia or something? Like this church is still going. I bet. I bet it's even better now. They got to see somebody pass away, and they were. Like, I bet you could flip that so easily if you're at the church. Like he was taken to the kingdom of heaven. You know, like they would just say it like that. Like he was called on by Jesus to come home. 
Like, that's exactly what would happen, right? Like, you wouldn't just, like, if you went to this church and somebody died, you know you'd have to go to at least the follow-up service, and the follow-up service would be... <laughs> the memorial, you mean? No, well, okay, you go to the memorial, but then, like, the next week after that, it would be like, we got a guest speaker, and then the guest speaker would just kill it, and just, oh, it'd be amazing. I, I Dude, come on. You know you want to go to Snake Church with me. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm surprised I've never even heard of this. No, my my church isn't this crazy. There's definitely a lot of jumping up and down and dancing at the beginning, which I was not used to, especially coming from a Catholic church. I just thought, why? The Catholic church is – I used to go to the 6.30 a.m. mass with my dad because it was the fast one. Like, that was <laughs> – we'd want to get it out of the way almost. And um, when I go to this church now, like – Cause and I know my pastor knows. And if you're listening, Pastor, I know what you're doing. During football, like we've been getting out of service every week at eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Now it's been the fastest. As soon as the football season, we will be getting out at twelve thirty again. Like we will have the lengthy services once football season kicks in. Suddenly, we need to stay an extra hour for Jesus. Okay, so wait, why? I thought it'd be the opposite. You should be staying longer now. That. Because there, it's a test. It's a, it's a test of worshiping false idols. I assume. Like, you'll you'll watch it. You'll watch it. like this pastor talking to me. He doesn't say these words exactly, but this I've heard him say this in in tongues. He'll say, "You'll watch NFL Red Zone for seven hours. You won't stay at church for three, and I'll fucking sit there all day." Now I'm like, no, I'm not moving at all. I, this is my church. I'm never leaving this place. I'm not gonna watch football ever. And then as soon as I get out of there, I get to enjoy my six and a half hours of commercial-free football <laughs> with my best friend, Scott Hansen, the only person who's ever understood me. The only the only NFL you need, Scott Hansen, dude. That's it. I don't even know how the NFL ticket is still a fucking thing and at why it's on YouTube now. It's fucking ridiculous. It, you know what I think? Well, the YouTube part is weird. It's old people, though. Old people hate Red Zone. Like I love watching people... Like, you know what? You are a hundred percent correct because the last time I went to my went to California, I stayed with my mom slash grandpa, and my <laughs> mom is like, "Our cable bill is like three hundred dollars a month because grandpa has to. He has the MLB package to be able to watch the Angels. He has the NFL package. <laughs> he has the hockey package. He has the basketball package." And she's like, "Just to watch like one team of each of those." Yeah, it, like I get my MLB TV. Uh, I do like Ayaka. Red Zone is gay if your team's playing though, like because it does. Why? But why? Who cares? Why do you want to watch the boring parts of your team, anyways? Well, I was gonna say, just watch the fun parts, and they'll include your team. He uh, hate me says you'll watch the shitty NFL for eight hours, but you won't watch the amazing <laughs> XFL for three. That's true. I've only watched one XFL game, and I found out my team won the fucking championship. And Ayako says it's the game. I would say she's right, but there, I like to watch Raiders on Red Zone because as Tyler Perry said, "Come on, it's the Raiders. We don't make it past the fifty, so we never watch Raiders <laughs> on Red Zone." So I agree. I agree. Maybe because her team is good. Or whatever team, like I, a college football. I don't like having. Is it her team, on. the fucking Lions? No, she loves the Raiders just like I do. We're all Raiders fans. This is I our. I thought year. she was a Lions. Thank you, Jr. Ramrod. Um, no, I'm a red zone guy. I've always been. I guess maybe being from Southern California, where we didn't have a team. I guess the Chargers were two hours away. Um, but but a joke, none of Come us on. had a favorite team. Really, all of our favorite teams weren't really like in our local market. You know what I mean? It's not like everyone gathered around the TV to watch the 49ers. Like all of us were hanging out with Jim Ross. The 49ers are on TV. NFL Fox 11. Like we didn't have that. Um, 
So, and I just get to watch my team make it deep in the playoffs every year. So well, yeah, and every every year the newspaper would release like, okay, the most featured games on CBS in Southern California would be the Patriots or the Raiders, and then we'd have a lot of Steeler games. So Raiders, Rams, Steelers. Yeah, like we we had this kind of eclectic group. Like whoever was going to draw ratings is pretty much who Southern California wanted to put on TV. And once I got Red Zone, yeah, Red Zone's all I needed. That's all I that's all I wanted to watch was NFL Red Zone. I still have to this day. And I and I fucking hate commercials. One of the reasons I can't watch wrestling live a lot of times is cuz of commercials. Like there's mm-hmm. no, there's nothing worse than watching anything and it's just like like a sports center is a joke, especially when they put the ticker on it. <laughs> They put a ticker on like we'll be you know we'll be back right after this and then it'll show like a five minute. I'm like oh a five minute commercial break. I could take a shit, come back, make a sandwich, go pee because I didn't realize I had to keep peeing, and then still they'll be at commercials. Like a five minute commercial break now. Well, podcasting ruined everything, man. And True. Netflix, you can just binge anything. I also could give a fuck about anybody on ESPN anymore, honestly. Does that come with getting old? Thank you, he hate me. Does that come from getting older? Like, there's nothing valuable about listening to the talking heads anymore. Like, when I was younger, I thought, like, yeah, I'd love to sit there and listen to Rich Eisen and Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk break down the game. But now I am kind of at the point where... It's like, I don't know, you guys say the same thing every time. It's not really valuable. There's always the shock jocks who want to be different. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, don't, I get nothing out of it now. I, it's just like every show I used to like got ruined. So, like, Mike and Mike Greeny, I fucking can't stand Greeny now. <laughs> Mike and Mike was one of the greatest shows ever. First take with Skip and fucking, what's his face? Stephen A. Smith was great. And I was so pumped when Max Kellerman came over because I used to listen to fucking what was he, he was on Keller. He was with uh, Stephen fucking Thompson. Wonder Boy in L.A. <laughs> no, they yeah, no, uh, fucking Clay Thompson's dad. Oh, okay. I don't. They, remember they had a radio show. show in L.A. and they were fucking great. And I was so pumped. And as soon as Max Kellerman got on that show, he became a completely different person. Had to be smarter than everybody had to be more pro-black people than Stephen A. Smith. And it just fucking ruined my favorite show. And then, you know, Shannon Sharp was good for a little bit, but, like, I don't need to watch Ryan Clark talking about MMA. I don't... (laughs) Why? Like, I don't need... I don't care about anybody's opinion on ESPN except for probably Teddy Bruschi. And, and, yeah, there's just... That whole... And I, I don't know, maybe maybe podcasting did ruin that, or even YouTube ruined that, because do I want to sit there and watch the obligatory, I'm the host, I, mean, I, I bring it Barstool up, Barstool is a thousand times better than ESPN. Even Yeah, even I, I listen to the athletic football show, which I make fun of constantly, but it's still, it's still a, when you can listen to a half hour episode of like the athletic football show or watch three hours of ESPN coverage of the NFL, and you're not going to get as much in that three hours as you do from a half hour or an hour of the athletic football show. Pat McAfee's show is kind of the same deal. You get a lot more doing that. So, I, I, I and, and with Sports Center, look, I know they got to serve every mass. You know, it is the worldwide leader in all sports. 
Like they do. You, I'm being serious when I'm about to say what I'm going to say. They do a great job covering the WNBA. Like a lot of people ask, like, why do I know? Why do I know who Kelsey Plum is? Why do I know Candace Parker went to the Aces because she's chasing rings? Like, why do I know that stuff? A lot of it is when I'm at the gym, Sports Center's on, and maybe it is wokeness, but they they definitely are doing really good at covering that stuff. Because I don't, I don't know what WNBA podcast that I should be listening to. But if I'm watching Sports Center and I watch Angels highlights, I watch Lakers highlights, and then they show me that you know Sue Bird's retiring, I'm going to be a little more plugged into the WNBA because of that product. But I'm not going to be able to watch it every single night because I don't care about women's tennis. Sure, I mean I don't think there is a podcast for WNBA you need to be listening to, but it should be the first one. It, I think it's what Rogan always says is like. Not only, like you said, there's three hours on ESPN is like an actual hour of content. In those three hours, they get five minutes to talk about something unless it's somebody beat their wife to death. (laughs) Then they talk about it for like 10 minutes where on a Pat McAfee show, you can talk about something for 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and talk through all the fucking details. You don't have this huge run sheet that you're going through with camera cuts and and in listening to to a podcast, you know, I didn't know what DVOA was and the stats that they throw out on the athletic football show or the stats they throw out even on like a Rich Eisen, even on somebody like that. You're getting way more maybe maybe ESPN is probably meant to just be watched at a bar. Like it's just supposed mm-hmm. or at an airport. Like there's all there's way too much information on the screen. There's a ticker on the bottom. There's something on the side. There's something on the top. What you're watching <laughs> is actually on a little square inside the square. It's it's definitely like it's, it's just, just for headlines. Yeah, it's just a headline network where you like. Am I gonna watch it if if you walk by it and the headline is like you know John Morant uh, suspended again for gun? You stop and see what's happening there. Like you're gonna watch it. They, they need to grab your attention as you're at the bar or at the airport or even the app. Everybody who has the ESPN app, you just kind of <laughs> yeah. Great point in the chat. ESPN is for Planet Fitness. Like it's a really easy network for if you have a gym, <laughs> you just throw ESPN on. That's true. It's good on the treadmill. Yeah, you just throw that on, and it 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 fits so many gaps that way. But one of the things that uh, one of the things I did not look into at all, but I wanted to bring up to you because I was talking with my dad, who's listening to this right now. Shout outs, Marlon. Um, my Marlon. Like uh, I told him, I think TV. There's no good TV shows that are going to come out ever again. Like I know a lot of people like that Last of Us show. A lot of people like the House of Dragons, and HBO seems to be doing a pretty good job. But when you tell me that there's a writer strike, and a lot of television shows are now going to be coming to an abrupt end like they were all the late night shows are now going to be going away i i feel like none of those shows are for us anyway and i think that i think we're done even having good movies we're done having good television um i and i don't and i I will say wokeness probably ruined a lot of stuff like i i watch longmire i'm three episodes until i'm done watching i did a rewatch of all six seasons it's such a good fucking show, and I think a reason it's so great is because it's not. They're in Wyoming, you know. They're in Absaroka County, Wyoming. There's there's cowboys and Indians. Simple formula. There's been one black person, two black characters in the six seasons I've been watching. I don't know if there's been an Asian person. Like it's like it's been this great. Just this is what that show would be. This is what it is like in Wyoming. But if that show came out now, there'd be a trans deputy. There'd be a, a an Asian like. 
Like all the all the good people would be Asians, all the bad guys would be white. Like there's just no there's no good shows anymore. Yeah, I mean I'm there's nothing House of Dragons was the last thing and I hated it. Where I won't just wait till the end of the season so that I can just binge the whole thing. So like yeah. watching a TV show live where I have commercials <laughs> or where I have to wait for the next week to see what the fuck happens, like I'm never doing that again. And then, yeah, I think <laughs> there are no... I forgot who it was. I think it was like Matt Damon was talking about why there's no good movies anymore and just <laughs> how the movie theater is sucking. Like, nobody wants to take a risk on good movies. Like, they just want to yeah. make blockbusters. But they know they're going to make their fucking money back. So we're going to get a bunch of Marvel movies, and that's probably about it. Some avatars. R but I, I think there's hope. I think TV shows have hope. But you got to release it where you release the whole season and you have to, it's got to be like fucking Loki or Stranger Things where like every episode is like $5 million. But isn't to like, because it's the only way to tell a story. Like it's, you have so much more time to develop characters and story over a season than a two hour movie. Like it just doesn't compare. I do think what you're saying makes, but we used to be able to do that with movies though. Like movies used to be much more important than television. A lot he of hate me says V ladies is going to get credit for being the only person in America who <laughs> gave a fuck about Brittany Griner for I, a year. We boy, True. we boycotted the WNBA because BG wasn't home yet. They, I'm they, still boycotting. Dude. They held hands in a fucking circle and thought, okay, we come home soon, Brittany. I was like, no, you guys shouldn't be playing. You guys took a night off when Jacob Blake got shot when he was trying to kidnap his own when he was trying to kidnap his children. Like there's there's definitely other and he didn't even die. Yeah, and he survived and even and the girl that he beat before he got in the car definitely wasn't happy that everybody was crying about him. Um everybody in the chat mm -hmm. saying, Barry, Barry, watch Barry. I will check out Barry, I suppose. The fuck is Barry? But what I but what, what I was saying with the movies was kind of what you're saying is so accurate because my cousin was just telling me, Oh, they're doing a Beetlejuice too. It's like, like, are, oh, dude, read all the Disney movie remakes. Oh, garbage, dude. Imagine being excited for this Little Mermaid movie. And I am, <laughs> not, and, and I am not. Ayako says it's only Nolan saying Barry, but I saw it was written by Nolan as Groovy. It was written again by Nolan as Groovy. And now, <laughs> up here, I'm scrolling up. It was written by Nolan as Groovy. I mean, I am pumped saying Nolan for fucking Oppenheimer. Dude. I'm always gonna die hard Christopher Nolan movie. And. It's only Nolan, Oppenheimer. Well, I, even though... Like, David Fincher needs to make another movie. He's not allowed to anymore. Like, a lot of these great filmmakers, like, they're not a, they're not allowed to make a movie because... We need he, another Memento. We need another fucking Inception. Well, like, we need well, another fucking... I don't, I don't know. Well, let me take a look. So, here we Fight are... Club. Here we are on Yahoo Entertainment where they're saying, you may have seen on social media some very funny signs that entertainment writers have been carrying on picket lines... What, as one picketer put, uh, succession without riders is just The Apprentice, and that's how that worked out. So, I mean, I guess like they have some good jokes, but what is the Writers Guild of America? Why did they authorize the strike? Every three years, the Writers Guild of America gets a new contract with the AMP. A contract for what? Yeah, I don't get it. Well, yeah. How would they even? What do they have a contract for? Well, because everything's unionized, so they want to have this contract, and so and apparently, from what I've heard, just by the very little research or. By research, I mean people at work. Um, I, I, I guess, 
I guess uh, a lot of these writers who are working on shows aren't getting the same residual income that they used to. So, like, you know, shows like The Office or shows like Seinfeld that you used to write something and then there'd be a syndication. You know, it would be mm-hmm. it would be live. It would air live. And then months down the road, you'd get syndicated. There'd be reruns and television. You made a lot of money. Like Rich Eisen has that bit where he always opens his check because he was on like two episodes of CSI Miami. He like he opens his residual checks and he makes like a dollar. You know, every couple of months, every quarter he makes it. Yeah, but fucking to everything we were just saying, there's nobody watching regular TV. So what residuals are you getting? If it's a show like The Office, then it's gone to a streaming platform and they just paid for that flat out. They don't get paid every time it gets played on that platform. So what... It's like fucking getting rid of the CDs and go, everything going to MP3s. Like, yeah, you don't make money doing that anymore. You got to tour. You got to do other shit. Well, and that's kind of – that's a great point. And, yeah, if you are a writer and you want residuals, yeah, you, you don't work on shows that – because, yeah, how do you get paid if you do write – like, let's say a Squid Game, right? That's – what was that? Ten episodes direct to Netflix. Maybe it aired somewhere else. Who gives a shit? Because there was a time they where – They bought it. Like, Netflix bought it, and they own it. And that's it. So you get a a cut of that and you're done. And I thought there was a time when like some of these Netflix shows like House of Cards. I remember one of the shows, one of the earlier ones, I thought they were putting like commercial breaks in it because they assume that one day some network might take (laughs) this show and put it on. Because remember, Entourage did that. Entourage was on HBO and then Spike TV was like Entourage for the first time ever on TV. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, there were, there are ways to do that. Netflix, I don't know if they've had any shows that have done that. I haven't seen or, mm. or known to care, but like, like, yeah. How do you go? Like you, you, if your shows are on a Netflix, you make the, you make the, t- like we're all paying 20 bucks a month or whatever it is for Netflix. It, you're not making the same amount of money as everybody buying advertising space. Do you get paid per click at that point? Or like you're well, that's the other thing is like they just Netflix owns it. Like you're done. They bought it from you. You don't own it. You get residuals because you're a part of it, and it's continuing to make revenue. When Netflix makes a series, they own it. It's on their platform. You got paid for writing. That's what you get. Sorry, we don't get paid for how many clicks we get. We we get paid whether people watch it or not because they pay for the service. So, and it does show, okay, so however, with the advent of streaming, companies have increasingly turned to monthly or annual subscriptions for revenue. Disney Plus, Hulu, every, that's, that's just the new model. Because, Is Disney still losing money, by the way? Yeah, they, they still haven't made money for <laughs> Disney Plus. Uh, it's like my favorite thing because I hate Disney now, so it's like perfect. Uh, because contracts with writers mostly account for revenue from reruns, writers receive only a tiny cut from their shows. And this this was written by Yahoo Entertainment, so I assume they're on the writer's side. A tiny cut from their shows that are available to view on streaming platforms. Take Abbott Elementary, for example. As show writer Brittany Nichols explains, the program airs on ABC, which is a traditional television network. Repeat airings of an episode results in large residuals for the writers, but in the era of streaming episodes broadcast on Hulu and cross-listed on other platforms like HBO Max and Disney Plus, if the show is being re-aired on ABC, the writers each get about $13,500. But under their current contracts, they make only $700 because the show goes to streaming instead of being on traditional television. So companies, therefore, take a larger share of the profits by not accounting for the rise 
of streaming in their rider contracts. And that that makes sense to me. Like if you if you if every rider has their contracts drawn up to hey, we're gonna make most of our money from reruns and syndication and now there's no more reruns or syndication, you need to make your contracts specifically for streaming. You can keep rerun syndication money. I would much rather have more money coming in from from the from the streaming, like a cut from the streaming. But how are you going to do that? Because imagine now, like if if everyone's like if the office gets X amount of clicks, is every writer now getting like a, a share of something? Like, is there a, a, a kitty put aside for certain shows? Like, how does that work? I don't, dude. It's like I'm telling you, it's like MP3s. They didn't see it coming. They're in a union. They've been locked in a fucking contract because. When I managed a place that was union, that's where they were getting fucked. They negotiated like four years worth of raises and it was like 50 cents a year and the market went up like $5 a year. I was like, oh, well, you guys negotiated. Sorry. Can't do anything about it. Yeah. And, and look, we've seen the same thing with like the WNBA. If we could bring it back to them. Like they've they agreed on that CBA. Like they agreed on it. So when they're over complaining about we want equal pay or we want this, it's like, no, you guys chose to have your own health care plan. You guys chose to have vacation plans. Like you have a lot of things that the NBA doesn't have. You guys have more of a job where they have more of like a con they're they're independent contractors. Like it's there's a huge difference in, in the two structures that the 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 player union set up. And the WNBA is upset about theirs, but that's what they signed into. And then to think that this this writers thing, this this writers uh, guild, they get every three years. This was the same three years ago. It, during 2020, we were only streaming. There was no, <laughs> there, like there was no need for us to watch ABC or. And who's watching these late night shows? Are do they generate that much of? Is it because they're cheap to produce? Is it because they're being held together by? by studios who are trying to promote their movies or artists trying to promote their music. Like who, how do these, no one watches these, right? I don't know anybody who watched them. What, what is it now? Kimmel, Fallon, and who else? Uh, Colbert. Colbert's doing the CBS. He just needs to go back to being the old Colbert. Colbert Report. I like the Colbert Report. I remember enjoying that show. He made fun of Democrats and Republicans. Now he's just. We need some more John Stewart. He's just a useless libtard now. Um, I'm trying it's to. It's Fallon Kimmel and. Fallon, Fallon Kimmel, Colbert. Um, and that's it, I think, right? Well, then there's like the late night people like Seth Myers is after Fallon. Um, Jimmy, what's the other guy's name? James Corden. James Corden, yeah. Yeah, he's a guy. Uh, so, yeah, like, who's, but no one's watching those shows enough to keep them on, right? Like, there's no way. No, but I think it's that weird thing where, like, he networks. He me, says an AI wrote Jeezy's dialogue in this episode of Hashtags Headlines Experts Say brought to you by Pfizer. I have no interest. <laughs> I have no interest in the AI craze. Like, I saw some people in the chat, mm -hmm. like, all TV's going to be written by AI. It's like, eh. Good. It'll probably be better. I we don't want to pay anybody, so it'll actually be good. I don't know. I just have no interest because like, I guess because I'm like a salesperson and I live outside. I connect with human beings all day long. So I guess if you are locked into your computer all the time, yeah, you're like, AI is great. I love talking to nobody. But me, I need real people, you know? Dude, I have used chat GPT to write some emails and it saved a lot of time. See, that just sounds like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want the, I don't want chat GPT to know 
to know. I just I don't need to be watched. I know it I'm, knows everything already. I'm already parts made being in Japan. Cesvietis is better than us. Yeah, I'm way better than Ayako. Right, Ayako, always in your computer. Always in your computer. I spend eight hours a day on my computer, but. Uh, it's very monitored. It's, it's even- interacting with people in your computer. Okay. Trevor Noah wasn't mentioned. We're counting the <laughs> Trevor Noah. His show is not that good. Uh, I thought it was canceled. Is it canceled? Uh, Nolan says, I'm gay. <laughs> I love when people yell that now. He drinks a lot of Bud Light. Too. I know it's like not okay to like use gay in that way, but it's so funny when people say they're gay or something. Like I don't know. It just still makes me laugh. I know that it's 2023 and it shouldn't be a joke. But when someone's like, oh, no, I, I just had this sour milk and now I'm gay. Like that's just, <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. I like when people announce that they're gay. Because um, we have like coming out day, which is coming up, I believe. And a lot of people are like, you know, like it's a big deal for a lot of people. And then for other people, it's like, I'm gay. Know, it makes, <laughs> makes, me, makes you laugh every time. Um, yeah. So Saturday Night Live, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, many of these shows have already been written and produced and will likely air through the end of their season. But because shows that premiere in September are typically written during May and June, audiences may see different programming Wait, in the fall. They've been written already? Yeah. Well, yeah. So like if the seasons end at the end of May, Cause isn't the TV- oh you're talking oh, okay yeah. I thought we were still on late night shows I'm like they write late night shows six months in advance how does you, that work I think I think so you could play beer pong with Joe Jonas and write that shit months in advance so I think that makes total sense because yeah they do try to modernize Tyler mo- Speed assess him not gay anymore after climax oh he's not gay after climax once <laughs> the give it another like I don't know. 20 hours once the demon leaves your body i used to make that back. used to make that reference all the time like i just have to get the demons out and then once it <laughs> leaves, and then once it leaves your body now you're like normal again you have that moment of clarity where you feel guilty and about the everything. shame comes back yeah the shame's all over you you're like <laughs> why did i do it i just did i'm gay that's what that's happened. what we ladies that what we need to bring shame back I shame is that, a good thing i say that all the time i say i coach bring t-ball i yell at all these kids and i'm like you guys need to be yelled at way more like that's, my, <laughs> like that's that's really the problem with most of the world because, like we, you should never if you never feel bad that's not a good thing. Like even think of, like we we bring it up constantly, but like drag shows like that is not like that used to be like shameful and hidden and you would do that kind of in the comfort of your own home, and now it's such a different world that we live in where, no like. You shouldn't be ashamed of that at all. Just do that wherever you want. Do that in front of children. Do that at schools. Like, do it at the Mall of America. Like, it's just, it's you better, you better do more shameful stuff. Like that is bizarre to me. The world that we've kind of cooked up, but it's because nobody's ashamed of anything. Everybody's just, everyone's just doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, all these shames that they're saying in the chat. I'm saying yes. I'm getting blocked by the bot because I keep saying the same thing. But yes, oh. fat shame. Yep. You said you were you gay too it. much, right? You're not allowed to say it more than once. You can only announce slut shame. Yep. You, sh- you should do that. Like, how about this awesome video? Like, this should be another like like again. We're not transphobic, okay? But like, there's a great video of this like trans ballet dancer, <laughs> and it's like not like it's not. That good. might be one where like girls are still always gonna win. Like, girl in black on the left is crushing it. Like, sh- like she's doing a great job. Great such grace on her tip on her tiptoes and then this dude in the pink leotard just kind of like 
You're like, what up, dude? I'm over here, like, doing my ballet, bruh. Like, it's not good, but hey, that, and I even think that that person got into, like, the, uh, like, at some sort of a dance academy just because we need a trans person at a dance academy. <laughs> dude, we could be close to that good. Yeah, I could crush it. Put me in a leotard. Like, I, I could pull that <laughs> off. And again, this just reminds me of this. <laughs> Do you remember? The it's racist for sure, but the scene from fucking American History X where his dad is talking about affirmative action. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yes. But where are we going next? Where are you going next? I just this just reminds me of like, you know what? There was perfectly good girls. They were way better dancers, but just because this dude had a dick, and, but he said he was a chick, he got the job. He got the job. Like, yeah, it's this bizarre world that we're this in. This isn't even like the swimming dude who actually crushes everybody. This is this guy sucks. There's other then, girls that are better than him, but he got in just because. Gentlemen, you guys can acknowledge us. Ooh, who is this? Cool. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't do. It. I'm sorry. I'll just sorry. say that Asian I'm dude. I'm a man of God. Has I flashbacks can't do this. of when oh, no. Japanese people used to dunk them into boiling water, and he's like, "You want me in this shit, dude? Yeah, like I'll fucking give me an AK right well, now." Well, and even this scene was just so like weird, like because. Yeah, there you could see these. They're they're trying to do this, like, hey, uh, the the old the old men are hanging out with the drag queens, and like the old men are clearly very uncomfortable. And then like, okay, we're gonna walk up and like we're gonna set this scene, and then this black dude is like, no, nope. gentlemen, gentlemen, you guys can acknowledge us. Ooh, who is this? Cool. Oh, I'm yes. sorry, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't do. This. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is like, have you seen that? Oh, I, I didn't have anything saved for this person, but there's that. I will say, though, his orange bow tie and the, the blue ribbon on the hat is just bugging me. He almost looked like he kind of fit in. He almost <laughs> fit in what they were trying to do there. Oh, real quick. This is, uh, well, I know we're not doing Bud Light night, but this commercial kind of resurfaced. You're playing for Bud Light, lady. So, so for podcasters, <laughs> there, there's an old Bud Light commercial that was like, okay, uh, the you know we're having a female billiards competition, and you guys are playing for Bud Light. So a bunch of dudes are like with mustaches, put on some dresses, and they start playing some pool, and they're dominating because that's what Bud Light used to be. They used to get who they were marketing for, but and even my cousin was trying to tell me like, look. The boycott, you're affecting all the distributors, you're affecting bars, you're like all she's naming all these people that I'm affecting. And it's like, look, the VP of marketing said they don't want frat boys drinking their beer, okay? I'm just doing what she wants. This is what she said. Like in and what am I supposed to blindly support a company no matter what they say? Because I'm worried about the fucking the guy who's wheeling it in on a forklift. Yep. Pretty much, <laughs> dude. I got to find that clip, though. Big girl thinks she's a 10. Have you seen this girl? She's been going viral. <laughs> I, I, I have Big girl thinks she's a 10 out of 10 on whatever podcast. That can't be it, right? No, there's like this really chubby girl. Hopefully, You don't listen to your mom's you house, right? You said all the girls at the table are a 10. Yeah. Oh, that girl's not a 10. No, I don't. Oh, like dude, I love that guy. Just fucking ripping girls up all the time. The whatever, the, the whatever podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she identifies as a ten. I can't find it, but there's this big girl who identifies as a ten, and it is hilarious because she's like not a ten, but it makes it. It's just 
we're, we're at this level we're at the we're in, in society we're at this level where mental illness is just so accepted you know it's like yeah dude let's are you talking it. about kevin samuels is that who that is dude i got you right here i'll send you a link kevin samuels. i know him from fucking your mom's house death what is this identifies as a 10 polarizing youtube kevin not- samuel on ig live overweight woman says she is a 10 oh is it fake then can she get no this shit is real oh shit he really did <laughs> i'll send it to you right now where are you sending it are you sending he it? is dead who's dead it's a, it's in the trovo this guy kevin samuels dude that makes me so sad though i didn't know this but he like he gets he's like a relationship guy and he get girls on and he's like well what do you think you are and she's like I'm a ten. He's like, nope. Oh even, no, this you're not a ten. This isn't the same, but yeah, this is this is perfect. This is exactly, dude. You'll love this guy. This is society for sure. Yeah, but like I just we're in that. We're like I said, the level of mental illness that we're accepting now is like you can just identify as something, which literally means, <laughs> which literally means I'm not that thing, but I'm just going to identify as that because. You should all just accept my mental illness as like, well, fact. This is a fact now. So the competitiveness. Where does a woman like that ever get a top one percent man? It'll be rare, but I believe it can happen. <laughs> I believe it can happen. This is why I would never this and this is why and people keep asking me, why do I do this? Because you saw the painstaking level I went through. And I'm talking to a woman who talks about education. And the numbers, according to the numbers, man. He hate me, says other beer companies are going woke now. They've seen what happened to Bud Light. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, somebody was telling me there's some sort of marketing like alliance that you're supposed to, like everybody's just agreeing as far as marketing goes that you're supposed, like what's it called, GARM or something? There's some new global, there's some new marketing agency that's like, Hey, everybody needs to promote this same stuff because it's inclusive or because it's like sad people like Gino are like, yeah, it's probably a good thing. And then like regular people are probably like, why are they doing this? Like, why are you guys so obsessed with pushing that kind of an agenda? Like what what's wrong with just uh, like what's wrong with just loving your family and taking care of each other and trying to succeed with what you have? Not cutting dicks. I Like I say, I love when I get into those debates with people and I have to say like, Look, cutting your dick off isn't progressive. Like, that's just, like, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know who told you guys this stuff, but that's not that, that's not what it means to be progressive. It is mental illness. I don't know. I just, I don't know why. So on that clip, go to one minute, and then it's funny. Okay. But I don't know why people just can't advertise why their product is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, look, even why be- why did we get so smart and complicated and have to have messaging outside of why my beer is the best and it tastes great and you'll have fun with your friends? Yeah. What's wrong now it's like ESG rating is kind of what Cassidy and what uh Vince McMahon is saying in the chat. Like everybody needs to have their environmental social governance score and that's what people are kind of being judged on. And that's stupid. Like it's kind of stupid to give everyone like gold stars for for being a you think like we do here's a gold star it's like no like there's some great clips of people who are talking about like you know not to always do this but like something like 
uh, like uh, homosexuality. Like that was considered a mental illness until they just we they we worked to normalize it. It became normalized in 1974. It was no longer considered considered a mental illness. And now that's happening with transgenderism, where I think all of us were like, you can't change your gender, or or if you do, like if you if you go through a sex change or some sort of operation, you're still never going to truly be that other sex because of biological com- components that just can't be altered. Like I will never be able to have babies. I just won't be able to. Like Mother's Day is such a great reminder of like what is a woman, you know. But now people are trying to say, well, uh, you know, fathers can give birth, you know. Like it's just this whole <laughs> backwards idiotic culture. But if we just keep affirming everybody's thoughts to make them feel good about themselves, we end up with people like this who think they're a ten. I can cook and I can clean. I believe I have the qualities to make a good wife. Oh, and man, you're five. You're almost, okay, on a scale from thank you zero so to much, one to ten, can't you seven? What would you rate your looks? Fresh face out of the shower, your natural hair. A ten. Your face? Yes. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Look a at ten. his face. I'm always gonna give myself a ten. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his reaction. He's <laughs> like. Like I get like it, fucking for real. I, but you you gotta listen to his reasoning. <laughs> the level, I, well, because I was gonna say, I, the level of her self confidence is actually very healthy. It's a t- like ten. I, I'm, I, not, I'm always gonna say. I kind of like Why that she's like, I'm a fucking ten, bro. Because I know for me, I'd be sitting there like I've seen Corey Seager. Like I know who handsome men are. Like I know when when you come across like. Not a, I don't think Ryan Gosling's all that attractive. I think you guys are really gaslighting the fuck out of that guy. But when I see like a Ryan Reynolds or you'll see the even a George Clooney, I was at uh, the Nespresso store and I was like, that is just a handsome man. Like that guy, he never had. Dude, any- what about bald John Travolta, dude? Oh, are you liking the new T-Mobile? He should have been bald his whole life. Yeah, bro. why are you holding on to that weird wispy hair? Just be bald, John. <laughs> what, are you, what are you holding on to? All right, so uh, there he we go. Right there. Up, he all you, make, you see all the hearts people losing. See, uh, you can you can cap all you want to. <laughs> that means a lot. You're not an international supermodel. You're not an international, and I'm just trying to ask you. See, up, up until this point, I feel and like that's he, a good point too. Like even for me, like if I had to think, like, am I a ten? Like absolutely not. Like I, so, I got, t- yeah. Are you a fucking model? Do got, people want to take pictures of you? Yeah, I got this neck fat here. Like when I see Gal Gadot, I'm like Jesus Christ. Like or when I was watching The Shallows and I saw Blake Lively in that movie, I was like, oh my god. Like there, there, you get you're supposed to get surprised when you see a ten. Like it's supposed to be like a mm-hmm. moment where you're just like. Argh. She, she can give herself a seven. Like, that's a nice number to give yourself. Like, I think I'm a seven. I'm in the top. I'm in the upper 50 percentile. You know, like, she could say things like that. But you don't want to come out and say, like, 10 out of 10. I'm lined up against the only. I'm up there with all the other babes. There's no one more attractive than me. There's no question marks that when you say whatever my name is, hot person. Like, I, I, I don't think I check that box, nor do I think she does. Yeah, I mean, pretty reasonable. Oh, sorry, I hit the button. No, no, play it. <laughs> I hit the button because he fucking he rips, keeps ripping her up. If you want to do that, yeah, put it on theater mode or whatever. Because I don't, I don't play those games. <laughs> I'm doing something for a good reason, and I'm trying to be helpful. But man, you and Rihanna walk into the room. Don't nobody confuse you. <laughs> You're not a ten. You're not a ten. Rihanna. You're not a ten. You're not a ten. But but that's the point. But shit's Wait, I want to hear what she's gonna say. Like, well, hold on, <laughs> Rihanna. She from Barbados. That's minus one. Like, I want to hear what else. Like, she would say for that. Ten. You're not a ten. Okay, 
Rihanna's beautiful though, but granted, but on a scale from one. Is she, so is her defense going to be to shit on Rihanna? <laughs> Just did let her play. Ten, you can't use seven. What do you rank your face? Okay, I'll give it eight. I'll give it eight. Then. You put yourself up there with Beyonce. Beyonce is an eight. <laughs> Kelly Rowland's a nine. Rihanna's a ten. <laughs> Hell, Sweetie is an adjustable six. He's got a six. scale, bro. Sweetie's a six. An adjustable six. An adjustable six. He's gorgeous, though. Without. Uh huh. When was the last time you had a guy with suicide doors rolling up trying to marry you? Okay, when was the last time your ex, your, your child's father? What you Wait, what What are these? What is this? Why are these guys so talking? He, he's like a dating guy, and he gets these girls who she's like, I'm a 10. I deserve a guy who makes at least like $3 million a year, and he drives a Ferrari, blah, blah, blah. And then he just says, why? Yeah. What the fuck do you offer that guy? And she's like, well, I'm a 10. And he's like, no, you're not a fucking 10. You have nothing to offer this fucking guy. You have a baby daddy. You have a kid he's got to support. You're not that fucking good looking. So what the fuck do you, why do you think you can't find a guy? Oh, because you're looking for a guy who makes $5 million and drives a Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, and I brought, there's, I've, there's so many women out there that do have these insanely high standards and it's like, yeah, like if you have like all of them, that's why that's like half of the problem of why young people aren't dating anymore. Well, especially Everybody now, expects yeah. like you make at least a hundred thousand dollars a year. Every, everybody's looking for their Logan Paul, and they're not all out there, okay? Well, <laughs> and that's the problem with social media in general is everybody posting their dubs and nobody's posting their L's. So then now everyone's really depressed and they don't know how to cope with it, so they switch genders. Like that's like that's kind of the pattern that I see, like the amount of depression that I see online or not even online, just on in like in person. Like the when like when I meet people and you can just tell like, oh, this person's really sad actually. Like like well, like, <laughs> you know, like a lot of my family, you know, I will say the more liberal side who posts like, oh, here's where we're having dinner and here's where we're doing this. When you're actually talking to them, they are missing something. They are empty. And that's kind of where like, you know, one of my cousins wears dresses and he's a guy, you know, and it's like there are people out there that are so confused and it's wrong to question the method that they're using. Like when I tell people like I have the cure for mental illness, I went to, I go to church every Sunday. They're like, oh, that's religion's so toxic. Like they hate it. Right. But if I told them like I have the cure, I just masturbate every single day, maybe three or four times a day. That, okay. That's more that's more acceptable in a lot of in a lot of people's minds than than what I do for mental health. So, and hey, look, this lady, good for her. She she values herself at a ten. Um, but yeah, it would be eye opening. Like, like no, like especially you know, no offense, ma'am, but yeah, like no no. Like Kobe's not showing up. Like you're not getting those kind of guys. You need you need to. Set, I mean, he, he might in the bathroom. Set your standards, and <laughs> and kind of value yourself. Trying to make yourself as marketable as possible as well. And I think that's a problem with a lot of societies. Like you get so much dopamine off your phone, and you can just scroll forever and be so happy. Um, loud booming noise. Did you hear a loud booming noise? Booming noise. Booming noise. Uh, everybody thinks there's gunshots all the time. You are you on the neighborhood app? No, I do the. Uh, we have Ring cameras and it has a neighborhood thing in it. Yeah, well, I think that's what this is. This is like sponsored by Ring or whatever. But yeah, like oh, okay. always, people are posting like, "Did you guys hear those gun gunshots? There were gunshots." And 
some people are like loud booming sounds. Are there fireworks going off tonight? Like everybody's really <laughs> everybody's fucking May sixteenth. <laughs> like it was very helpful last week when the power went out. Like everybody lost power and grapevine, and people were posting about it. Like that was very helpful. But whenever it's, did you guys hear those gunshots? Did you hear the gunshots? It's constantly. It's like I didn't hear them. I'm so sorry. I don't think it was that. Somebody probably popped a balloon and it surprised you. <laughs> just make up a story next time just be like oh my god call 911 ah, I'm fucking shot the fucking balloons are exploding so yeah Gazy, <laughs> we're, we're gonna be fine without our riders Hollywood's dead anyway I've had no interest in any movies that have come out we, we, I wanted to do more about that just cause like you, you wanted to watch the George Foreman movie somebody told me that the air movie was good like the, the new Nike movie is yeah. good like I'm hearing good movies are coming out, but but remember, but I'll wait till they're streaming. But and but also remember, just being excited to go to a movie. There's just and dude, I, Guardians is worth it. We just saw Guardians over the weekend, and and I think I do think a lot of people are. I have no interest in any of the Marvel movies anymore. Like I just, I, I know the soundtrack th- is really good. Though. I know the agenda behind the movies now. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. So, and then uh, Gino says the whale was a good movie, and and that got a lot of heat. Maybe maybe movies that like create controversy are the only good ones left. Dude, you okay. gotta see Oppenheimer is gonna bang. Because like even the whale, people Literally. hated that because it was like fat shaming. It was like he was depressed when he was all fat. And like, That's not what it's like. I'm actually, oh, I mean, it is though. Uh, I'm actually really happy. Okay, I'm actually <laughs> really happy, and I'm gay. That's all that. That's that, that's all that the people are writing on the internet. That's all people are screaming into their TikTok lives. It's just that. Like I'm so happy. I'm just a happy person all the time. I'm the whale in real life. I gotta watch that movie. I I don't know the last time a movie came out where I was like, dude, I gotta go see that. In the- last movie I saw was still Fourth of July weekend. I saw Minions. That was the last one. I've never. I have not been back to a theater, and there has not been anything interesting coming out. What's What's Oppenheimer? Dude, you don't know what Oppenheimer is? I don't. Christopher I, Nolan. I don't watch movies. It is Matt Damon's in it. He says the whale is about Brendan Fraser living Gino's life for a week straight and wanting to kill himself. <laughs> oh over no, it. Matt! We'll protect okay. you. Fortune favors the brave. It's Killian Murphy playing Robert Oppenheimer, who invented the nuclear bomb. Oh shit, dude! Kill Robert it. Downey Jr.'s in it. Florence Florence Pugh, Jack <laughs> Quaid, Matt Damon, Remy Malek, Emily Blunt. All directed by Christopher Nolan, dude. It's going to fucking slap. There's so many people in this movie. Gary Oldman's in this fucking movie. Casey Affleck. Look, there could be good people in this. Nolan says the movie is going to suck compared to Barry. We got to watch this Barry, dude. Dude, Josh Hartnett. uh, There's a Skarsgård in it. Josh Hartnett's alive? Holy shit. Let's take a look. Here's our our reaction for instance. Is this the newest one? Because the one I just saw in theaters was... <laughs> that came in nice. Yeah, it's loud. about the nuclear bomb. There are explosions. Yeah, it exploded yeah. in my ears. That was nuts. Uh, Aaron Wilek says Barry is a good show. In a world.
four nuclear weapons. Oh my god! Nah, you don't. You don't have the best one. It, no, there's no such thing as the best trailer. I just want to know about this movie. No, the the trailer that just came out that I saw in the movie theater got me so hyped compared to the other. I ones. don't even like movie trailers really. Like I, I just kind of want to know. Like I wish it was just you popped up on the screen and you said, "Hey, this is Oppenheimer. It's about the guy who invented." Dude, remember how fun it was when we watched the Scream trailer and you were screaming? That the whole was because that was. I, but I didn't see that movie. I had no interest because it scared me too much. They should have just said, "Hey, scary movie coming out." We imagine a future. So far, this movie looks sick, dude. Look at that cinematography. And oh, it's Christopher Nolan. Is that the dude from Twenty Eight Days Later? Sure. <laughs> Is that the dude from Inception? Yeah, this is the good one. You got the good one. Oh my god! Until they understand it. Okay. And they won't understand it until they've used it. So he's making a bomb. He's making the bomb. Theory will take you only so far. Dude, even fucking Albert Einstein's in it, bro. I don't know if we can be trusted with such a weapon. USA, baby! Oh, I and it's no such a fucking pro-America movie. The bomb is not as loud as the fucking horns right there. <laughs> so Christopher Nolan, he's still the guy, right? Because I didn't see Tenet. I had no he's interest. He's the guy. In that. But everybody, everybody's saying it's really Tenet. Okay, I will say, Tenet is hard to understand. Okay, M more so than I've Inception? watched it probably seven times, and still, like, I'm like, I kind of get it. <laughs> You've seen it but that the many times? Is dope. <laughs> I would have like no Oh, Masshole says this is the atomic bomb, not the nuclear bomb. Thank you so much. I now oh, I now sorry. I gotta see this movie. Um so yeah, like it ended World War II, please. Okay. So this guy makes the bomb. I didn't see Tenet. I, I had no interest. Like, what are the other uh, uh, Dark Knight, obviously, Inception I liked. Um Memento's great. What other Nolan movies are like? Like, oh let my god! Let me pull it up for you, bud. Interstellar, the greatest movie ever made. Never seen it. <laughs> Never heard of it until just now. Who's in it? Is I that, have a what? Is that the Matthew McConaughey movie? Yeah, that I cried during. Is that the one where he's like, mm -hmm. no, not that one. You've really never seen Interstellar? No, I never seen it. I it that is like my favorite movie. It kind of came out when I when did it come out? I, I probably just was having, 2014. Really? I definitely should have seen that. I don't know why that totally just whoop missed totally off my radar. Who, <laughs> who else is in that? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. I guess I his know daughter. I guess I know about the movie a little bit, but his daughter is played by Jessica Chastain. Oh, I love Jessica Chastain. Wait, how? Whose daughter is my, played by that? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. But he's like the same age as her. Watch the fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Watch the movie. Okay, I watch. Okay, well, what? It's, it's about black holes and time travel and shit. All right, let's watch it right Inception, now. Inception. Dunkirk. I didn't see Dunkirk. I, I never saw Dunkirk. Yeah, I didn't see that. Isn't that with Harry Styles? Mm -hmm. Memento. Saw that. That's great. All the Batmans. The Prestige. 
Prestige is really good. Maybe that's where he took it. Like where, yeah, I guess Memento was kind of the first movie, but I remember Prestige was fucking great. Didn't he do Insomnia? Yep, did Insomnia. Okay, he's the best. Okay, never Transcendence, mind. Transcendence, dude. No, I didn't see. Was that the Johnny Depp movie where he was like dead? Kind of. Is that movie good? I liked it. It's not <laughs> an Inception good, but it was a good movie. It's a Transcendence good. You've never fucking seen Interstellar? <laughs> never. Oh, my God. Real, I've never, like, even come across it. It's never even been on TBS <sighs> when I'm, like, flipping through channels. Like, what are we going to watch? Like, I've never even had the opportunity to watch it. It's never been, like, on an airplane. <laughs> or, it may, or maybe I just had no interest because, like, I was like, I just saw Gravity. What is this movie now? Is it Gravity 2? Is it the same thing? Oh, there's no Sandra Bullock? No, thanks. a thousand times better than Gravity. Oh, it won Best Picture then. It should have. Because Gravity was at least nominated. Should have right? won Best Picture of All Time. Uh, Nolan and Nolan says, bro, Matthew McConaughey changes space in time. I think he's talking about Barry. I'm going to tell the truth. Tell the truth. About what's Dude, that here. scene, nobody gets that scene either. Listen, Zero Seven seven says Gravity was better. UG Listen says Gravity was better. <laughs> Uh, he's banned from the fucking Discord. What's, what's Interstellar? Let me let's watch that trailer. This movie looks okay. It kind of looks like Imitation Game, which was great. Um, but <laughs> but am I gonna go see this in theaters? Like, is this? Am I gonna like spend twenty bucks to go see this? Dude, I'll pay whatever it costs for you to watch Interstellar. Oh, dude, this movie looks sick. It's honestly my favorite, probably my favorite movie. It's between this and Inception and, and Matrix Two. Wait, why did Jessica Chastain look so young? Did they do like a thing? You gotta watch. Did you do Murph? No, she didn't do nothing. Oh, Murphy also, did you recognize who that is? The boy? Because he's super popular now. Is that the. Wait, hold on. Let me see, let me see his face. Oh, my. Is that Timi Timothy Chalamet? Yep. I don't know what he. I don't know who that is. I just know that name. He'll be on. Oh, like, Dune Two looks pretty fucking good. He'll be on Instagram. Dune sure. Nothing. Murphy's Law. You're a well-educated man, Coop, and a trained pilot and an engineer. <laughs> the world doesn't need any more engineers. What? He didn't run out of World's planes and television sets. That's his he ran son. Ran out of food. Oh, we didn't. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. Whoa. I'm getting goosebumps just from the sound. Really? We must confront the reality that nothing. His dad is fucking Michael Caine, dude. Can't help us. Now you need to tell me what your plan is to save the world. What did he say? Now you gotta tell me what your plan is to save the world. Don't stop it. Play it. Now you gotta tell me. <laughs> you Just that. fucking play it. Look, Christopher Nolan fucking loves his own dick. Look at this guy. Every time he gets in a, <laughs> oh, a, a me movie, a Christopher Nolan movie. Check it out. From Christopher Nolan. You wanna see it? We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. Where's Jessica Chastain? This movie sucks so far. Just kids, wait. Get out there and save them. 
They, they need to fire the sound mixing guild before the writers. Stop, just play it. You're missing all the good stuff. We must reach There's Tars, dude. We must think, not as individuals. Jessica Chastain, such a babe. But as a species. We must confront the reality of interstellar. And Hathaway? I love you. Forever. Oh, this movie looks like a bummer. I'm coming back. Dude. Dude comes out in November. This movie's going to be sick. I can't wait. This so movie had the most accurate depiction of a black hole before physicists figured out what black holes look like dude I, they so, hired physicists for this movie dude and they got him bro it's on paramount plus <laughs> it's on paramount plus as we speak we could just watch this i don't know why we haven't tyla speeda says this movie was kind of sad but garbage really see I, I i i heard not i heard not good things about the movie i'm kind of shocked to hear you i did, first of all didn't know it was from christopher nolan uh, but I, I don't know. Maybe it was just marketed incorrectly. I had no idea. I mean, people, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's the best thing <laughs> ever made. People so, don't even know that when they're on the fucking water planet, every 1.25s, there's a ticking sound in the background. And every time it ticks, that's a year on Earth. Dude, that is. Because they're right next to the black hole and there's time dilation, dude. Let's see. See, so I've been wanting to rewatch this movie. Oh, know, it, yeah. It also had one of the biggest fucking surprise cameos of all time. Oh, don't tell me, Corey Feldman. I'm not going to tell you. But somebody's going to put it in the chat, guaranteed. What the fuck is this? When the temperature drops. Another world comes you to life. the rules of King of the Mountain. The first one to the bottom with the most beer in your glass shall be proclaimed this year's <laughs> King of the Mountain. Pushing. We've shoving. been talking about this movie at this work. Classic, We've been talking about this movie a lot at work. It's one of the most underrated movies ever. And you kind of, like, everyone saw it. And it's kind of funny, like you just assume that oh no, nobody really saw that movie. No, everyone saw Out Cold. It's like the most important movie ever, I guess. Like, and this movie is the perfect representation of toxic masculinity. When we say "Make America Great Again," this is what we're referring to. We want movies like this, like and cheating are encouraged. He is the greatest man I've ever known. <laughs> In a place where Rick the Rambis? is all that matters. <laughs> well, dude, have you seen Cocaine Bear? That had potential. I didn't see Cocaine I haven't seen it. But I didn't see it just because it felt like a Sharknado, but in theaters. Like, it kind of feels like a more serious version of that where Hollywood studios are thinking, like, how can we even make comedies anymore? Nobody wants to laugh. Everyone gets offended by every joke. So, like, that's kind of... I, I like. I feel like when I watch movies like this, this is like real authentic. Like we don't care if we offend people, we're gonna make jokes. It's hilarious. And Cocaine Bear is a lot more like, 
Uh, the joke's in the title. Cocaine bear. What would it be like <laughs> if a bear ate a cocaine? Like, See, you're just like, you're already missing it, Dan. Because it's most a true valuable story. primate is the best hockey movie. MVP, that was a great movie. We watched that in daycare all the time. <laughs> we would, like, rotate, like, because in daycare we'd get to watch movies a few. I don't remember. Maybe it was every Wednesday or something, but... Uh, the like you could tell it was like we'd rotate. The boys would always pick like Sandlot or or yeah MVP. Like we would pick movies like that. And then Dude, anytime you want to go to the Sandlot, we can go. Yeah, it's in Utah, right? It, you you can go to mm -hmm. it. I remember trying to describe it. Filmed to, in Utah. I was trying to describe it to Scotty that it probably took place in California, and he was like, "Well, how do you know that?" And I go, "Because it doesn't rain there at all during the summer." And he goes, <laughs> "And he goes, well, yeah, it doesn't rain in the summer." And I go, spoken like a true Californian, bro. It rains all the fucking time here in Texas. So, Chino, did you watch Dungeons and Dragons? We need a review. So much oh. happening, DZ. I did not watch the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm just, I'll make it clear. There are no movies coming out that I ever want to see. Interstellar comes out this November. I might check that out. But even Oppenheimer. You, I, just watch it. I overhyped it for you, probably. Sure. But I've cried in like two movies my entire life really and you being a dad you'll it will break your fucking heart i cried watching oh we, we watched the blind side on mother's day that made me cry i was crying never seen it you, I, I was crying pretty heavily during the blind side especially in today's uh most like, sensitive woke culture it's like watch the blind side okay even the southern people <laughs> like black people i don't know where you guys all got your information from but we're all crying over here crying rudy crying rocky balboa Try in most Christmas movies, name any Christmas movie. The magic of Christmas, it makes it very easy to bring a tear to my eye. Die Hard? Die, Hard. Die Hard? I did not cry during Die Hard. None of the. Is Die it Hard. a Christmas movie, though? Uh, I would say it is. Like, I watch yes. it. Yes. So here's the rules Do you watch it every Christmas? Then yes. Like, that's all. Yeah. That's the only requirement that there needs to be. People get really, like, uppity. Like, it doesn't have, like, all the Christmas themes. It's like, well. Settle down. It's does it happen on Christmas? Do you watch it on Christmas? That's literally the only requirement. So, uh, La Bamba is a Christmas movie as well because there is Christmas. And Gino is just so hip. The ref is the best. Like everything he says is something no one would say. But we need to get him in here to yell at him about wrestling because people do listen to that as well. That that's doing big numbers, Geezy. I think we did it. I think we covered all the movies. We covered the writer strike in in great detail. I think we've saved Hollywood once again. We did, bro. We did. We gotta. I gotta write out. You gotta give Gino with the hammer a chance to talk, man. I see. Gino understands the game. Let's play our song and let's go ahead and ride off into that sunset until we get Sonic Gino back in here. But Geezy, we did it all. We talked about Rattlers. We talked about how awesome my church Rattlers. is. Talking about the rider strike. We covered them all. We touched every base, as they say. And uh, you and I will chat again very soon. How does that sound? Sounds good, bro. I fucking love this song. All righty, everybody. I'll be right back with my main man. Tuck him. <laughs> tuck him right now. Hashtag tuck him. Uh, I'll be right back with my main man, Sonic underscore Gino. Thank you, Geezy. <laughs> Later, bros. <laughs>